Welcome to my lab. What have you come here to learn? Of course, pass me that. Pass me that. Don't, don't, don't spill it. All right. Okay. So you just uh, dash in this and uh, dash with that. And, oh, oh, voila. We have the rest of the fable. Of course. All right. Now, if you'll just gently drink it down. What do you hear? Do you hear the rest of the fable? Hello and welcome back to Fate and Fables. My name is Matty Jackson and I'm your DM. In this fable, the role of Edvard Pipedwell Glint will be played by Raymond Martini and the role of Jaron Jeebs Brambledank will be played by Luke Mason. Last chapter we listened as the two gnomes delved deeper into the Obsidian Palace on the tip of a dinner guest, an old abjuration wizard known as Jink of the Orange. So they left dinner escorted by one of their valets they had made friends with that they named Brim and investigated the kitchen. They eventually found their way into a wine cellar below the kitchen. Deeper still down this passageway, they found themselves threatened by a deadly arcane lightning trap, which they cleverly managed to disable using some crafty cantrip use and a bag of holding. We rejoin these two gnomes as they delve deeper into Brimlot's secrets. This is a Jin's Wish, Chapter Four. Where's the small staircase? Right in front of you. In front, in front of us, oh. Edvard. Uh, I think it was our decision to not go through either of the doors and just continue on down the staircase. That's what I remember. At that very moment, from ten seconds ago. At that very moment, you hear um, a loud. No. <laughs> Where did that come from? It came from uh, your right, behind the metal door. And you hear a very muffled, like, <laughs> before it's uh, quickly muffled. A scream, a call out, uh, before it is silenced. Uh, I walk up to the middle door. Um, is there any uh, hatch, to view- a viewing hatch? Is like a there's no viewing door? hatch. There, there, there is a handle. There's a handle there. Metal. Metal. Um, and it seems there seems to be a latch on this side of the door that is locked. Sounds like somebody needs help, Edvard. It does. Let's ignore them. <laughs> really? Unless we spend time trying to unlock this door. Are we that shit of people? Well, we haven't tried to see if it's actually locked. Yeah, we don't the, know who's the, behind the door. Isn't, the door isn't locked on the side. There is, there is a simple latch. Um, oh, there's... Okay. You can hear the shuffling footsteps on the other side of this door. Can we hear anything else? Uh, please make a perception check. check. 18. 17. Both the gnomes press their ears to the door um, and you can just about make out um, the shuffling footsteps. You, you, you reckon there's maybe three people uh, in the room. Um, one, of them, one of them took a few steps and then stopped. Um, you feel as though uh, they are moving pretty lightly on their feet like um it's like it's like shuffling like people people aren't speaking either i i think they you think perhaps the thought occurs to you that they perhaps heard you speaking it's being quite loud we don't know if they're friend or enemy therefore flip a coin are you are you speaking this outside the door or are you whispering this i'm at his level okay yeah whispering to each other yeah what do you think? Flip a coin? 
spiral staircase or... Do you have a coin? Yes. Flip it. Edvard pulls a coin out from inside of his uh, giant black turtleneck clothes. Uh, I have a coin for you if you'd like it. Oh, cool. That would be great. Guys. Easier. Roll the dice. (laughs) We have endless amounts of dice. If it's a three or a six, it's heads. If it's a one or a three, wait a second. How about about odds and evens? Yeah, there you go. That's the one. (laughs) Alright, I'll flip this six-sided coin. For odds? Oh, it's a Nomish coin. (laughs) Odds will go door. Evens will go staircase. Evens, staircase. Staircase it is. It lands in Evar's hand. Heads. Uh, And you guys start walking to the staircase. Um... Yeah, you you start to travel down it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Fuck that guy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they whisper to each other. You have a mission. It is to get to the bottom of this, and you guys have taken that literally. You're traveling down. So, uh, you do. You, what's the order that you travel in? Because it's a fairly narrow staircase that you can only really travel one by one. I'll go first. Done. Um, I lead the way. Yeah, you uh, you step down slowly. It takes you about um, five, six minutes, in fact, to walk of down. Going straight down. Going straight down. At first... A spiral staircase. Oh, I'm dizzy. <laughs> At first, uh, it's like a very slow descent. It gets incredibly dark and your, like... Um, Numbish uh, vision? Yeah, your, your dark vision um, is taken over completely. But you, and you can, you can barely see. It's very disorienting to just continue on this spiral. Um... And after what feels like a lot longer, um, you eventually come down at a uh, almost like large... It's like a cavern open that is about uh, 10 feet by 10 feet. Um, you can hear the rushing of water. Um, the air feels damp um, and cold. Um, Dank, even? The cavern system sort of goes forward about... 15 feet before curving to the left. I'd like to make a perception check to see if I can see any uh, traps or um, anything alive in this cavernous space. Please do. 22. 22? Yep. Um, You cannot hear... uh, Hold on, sorry. So, you uh, you cannot see any traps um, visible. It seems to be very very simple cavern. There's like a light moss that's growing up the side of the wall. Um, ahead of you, it's it's sort of strange. Uh, the ground seems to have changed slightly from where like the the cavern system seems to be half hewn stone, like like almost like bricks, and half like it was carved out recently. Um, of and where it is carved out uh, in brick is obsidian, and where it is just chipped away is like stone and earth. Almost like you've come low enough to where the whatever magic the lower foundations, yeah, the lower foundations of this, where it's no longer obsidian that's making up everything. Because it was even when you when you arrived upstairs, like the grounds outside, the grounds were like obsidian. Um, But down here, it's like you see that there there might be like it's it's just like hewn stone. Um, and then obsidian brick around the floor. 
We can hear running water. Yeah. Can we see where it's coming from? Uh, you cannot. Or determine a direction, like if it's... It's definitely coming from around that corner. That's Around side. the corner. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I want to maybe stealth, stealth forward a yep. little bit. Um, and just try and peer around the corner little by mm. little to see if there's anything up around there. I'll lead the way. Again, good. Yeah, yeah, unless you want to take over. For sure, Edvard. I'll stealth forward softly with my little monkey feet. Sure. Please roll stealth. Uh, 18. 18. Uh, your gnomish footsteps barely make a sound, uh, even in your four-inch heels. Um, I'm really starting to enjoy. You, you move very slowly, though, um, and you creep around the corner. Um, you can see ahead. Um, you, you, you t- you're around the corner, and what you immediately see is a ledge, a rope bridge across a small like a, a drop off and it seems there's an underground river that flows um, from left to right uh, that's rushing quite fast um, and this rope ladder goes across and then uh, reaches another platform similar it seems like there's almost like a chasm that has come down through this lower system and it breaks up uh, your side of the of the cavern. of the of the cavern and another side and at the other side there is like more hewn obsidian and it seems to be like um a series of doors on the left and right uh, on the other side of this rope bridge but it, it's sort of hard to to make out because it's, it's about 50 feet away and it's very dark um so it's right at the it's 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 most of it's on the edge of your dark vision um but you can see this large river rushing forth which is now it's it's, it's very loud in your ears did you say we could see a head i could see a head no no no, no. it's like that's how far you can see a head oh a head yeah no i'm sorry <laughs> and then I thought a head of cabbage, maybe? <laughs> there is just a severed head there's a sitting there. On there's a, a head of cabbage <laughs> that is resting against the wall um, on the other side of the rope bridge next to one of the doors. Great. Uh, make a soup later. Um, I still haven't seen this. No. I gesture to Jaren. Mm. I whisper very softly, communicate almost psychically mm. with my half-brother. <laughs> Because we know each other so well, we can almost do that. Please, just speak by in character. Jared, Jared, I can hear something. Follow me. It's Edvard. Follow me. I uh, stealth up. Eleven for my stealth. He's behind me? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what do you think? You. By the way, you, you, you weren't as nearly as stealthy as him. You, um... You stumbled like, a bit. Yeah, you 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 like moved a little bit clumsily, and, and you, you bumped into the back of him, and you just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plans. Well, it looks like we have to go over that bridge if we want to continue on our journey. Do you think it's safe? Can I assess if it's safe? Probably not. Yeah, um, that would be an investigation check. Mm. Just live a little. Go for it. Three. Three. Um, it swings <laughs> with a light breeze that travels with the with the river, um, but you're not really sure how to how to test it. Um, it just looks like a rope bridge to you, really, and it's it's low light. I begin walking across the bridge. You take a step. Yep. Um, it creeps under your foot, um, 
and you move your foot from like one of the one of the uh, planks to the next. Uh, you do you just do you just like pound it all the way across or? No, I go, I go like slowly, step at a time, like each hands each plank, kind of hand holding. Your, um, your hands aren't quite wide enough to, to reach it um, both, because well, it's made I'm, for the regular size person. I'm holding the rope on the right okay. um, side, um, going slowly. I look back to Edvard hmm. and... I give thumbs up. We should maybe do this one at a time. Yes. This doesn't feel very safe. I'm glad you went first. I'll give the thumbs up when I reach the other side. Dunskies. Um, so you get about halfway, uh, and like you just feel like a, a rush of wind come along. Just... Uh, oh. Shit. And it just no, it just it just wobbles the, the rope bridge slightly, um, but it's it's Thank not God. enough to knock you off, and it's it's just but you stop moving for a moment, and then I imagine continue. Praise Paylor. Um, you take a few more steps. And you eventually make it to the other side. Great. Can I notice anything over the other side? Oh, yeah, you see you. that um, there are uh, a series of, of five doors. Five doors uh, set into the into the the stone obsidian walls. Um, you can see that uh, there are two on the right side and three on the left side. And then right at the far end, um, there is a like a metal grate door okay and it's sort of set into a large archway that has been carved out of the stone about it. I'll wave Edvard over the bridge uh, I basically do the exact same uh, system that Jaren employed <laughs> uh, board by board plank by plank holding one um, side of the rope yeah bridge um as you get as you get halfway across again, um, like a slight breeze, it seems to be almost um, uh, at a rhythm, like the same rhythm. You noticed it, like as you as you walked, as like in between him on the other side and you waiting just to what see him what he was doing. It seems about like every three or four minutes, a breeze comes down from the other end. You can see where the there's almost like a small waterfall system. Where, where water is tumbling in from the left and then it goes all the way along over to the right. Um, do you continue on as you, as you get to the middle or do you like... You might you just go over. Well, I, w- I wait for the wind to pass. Yeah, yeah. And when it comes back to stillness, I continue. <laughs> I wonder what causes that. Um, you continue on and manage to get to the other side. Cool. Cool, man. Now, Jaren... What about these doors? They all have um, small windows in them, um, about five inches by five inches, uh, with steel bars in them. And they all have sort of post box, post box, letter boxes in them right near the bottom. I'll take the three on the left. If you take the two on the right, let's let's have a cheeky peek in each of these. Yes. So who goes first? I'll go to the three on the left first. So, um, the first one you approach, uh, you can't really, s- you're not tall enough to see in through the window. I jump. It's about two feet up. Oh, please make an athletics roll. Uh, um, I could just get seven. on your shoulders or you could get on mine. That's a better idea. Edvard says, 
having at, at the on the other side of this chamber having at the so exact quite loudly, same problem. Quite loudly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which probably isn't a good thing. We were talking before, we weren't whispering, so. <laughs> Alright, so you move over to him and who's on the bottom, who's on the top? Ah, <laughs> uh, the eternal question. <laughs> <laughs> we have this argument frequently we'll uh, swap. in the brothels. Each door will swap who sees yes. through which window. You can go on top first. Okay. Um Jaren clumsily No, I guess you're pretty you're pretty adept at this at this point. Oh, it's this a, is a thing we do. Yeah, I mean you we're did it when you were dancing upstairs, do you remember? Yes. Um <laughs> Jaren climbs on top of Edvard's shoulders um, and sitting on his shoulders you can peek in um, it's quite a dark room uh, you can see just slumped in the corner is a humanoid figure um, can I tell a race? Uh, roll perception seventeen you can tell that it it looks like it was humanoid, like it is decaying. Um, As in human humanoid? It is, it is, it is, oh, it's the proportions that you can tell that it's male. Um, okay. You can see that the, the robes that it's wearing um, are like rotted. Um, half of its face seems to be sloughed off with flesh. Did is, the robes look like they were once expensive? Yes, uh, okay. perhaps. You can see, you can see that uh, the robes, where the robes is not rotted is... The buttons seem to be made of gold. Um, it seems to have, uh, and on one side of its head, uh, there's a earring that is made of gold with a, a green jewel glinting at you. Um, Can I just go back a second? Did you say the face was half sloughed off? Yes. Okay. <laughs> now that that's out of just the way. Just clocking that. <laughs> you can see in its arms um, is wrapped around a small book. Maybe That's a wizard. Perhaps. Perhaps someone... Jaron relays everything he sees down to Edvard. Mm. Perhaps someone who is once uh, noble or quite wealthy or quite important. Or quite dangerous. That too, yes. Should we keep looking at these other doors, see if we perhaps notice a pattern? Throw a rock at it. No. <laughs> I won't do that. What if it's not dead? Let's check the next room. All right, at this moment... Um, you hear the the same wind from behind you, um, and you hear like a shit, um, and a stumbling, and you your both your heads immediately whirl around, and you see uh, Hadlam on the rope bridge. And it seems he has both hands on the ropes, Can and he's staring you? right. At you. He sees you. It seems that he, and as soon as he sees that you see him, he he like sprints to the other side of the rope bridge. And stops just short. His short. His uh, feet skidding on the floor. What are you doing down here? We got lost on the way to the bathroom. We're looking for the shitter. Roll deception. Sixteen. Eighteen. You are lying through your teeth. He is good. <laughs> yes, we are lying. But no, we're not dangerous. Listen here, you little <laughs> gnomes. You both cackle, and he takes a step towards you with each word, until he eventually you remain he gets right. too calm. Yeah. Um, Listen here, you little gnomes. I shoot him with the lightning bolt. Alrighty, <laughs> let's roll for initiative. Here it Do goes. I get advantage though? Because I like 
talk about the You know, his body doesn't need prep. I just need to strum my loot axe. You just unsling your loot axe and just bring. Yup. You just roll the damage on that. Yup. I do. Let's do it, boys. 17 initiative. I want the people listening to this podcast hear all these dice roll because um, I think it's awesome. Hey, a lightning bolt is one of the best. Here comes the damage for Jaren's lightning bolt. Oh, yes. oh boy. Jaren rolls lightning bolt. Padman. How much damage? 30. Um, <laughs> Hadlam drops dead. <laughs> I, I can only hope. I okay. continue my quest so, to draw a rock in that So thing. as Hadlam as Hadlam's walking towards you, um, he seems to be listing off reprimand and his hand slowly leaning to the rapier at his side. Um, and both of the gnomes are like cackling. Um, but in your laughter, uh, these are actually fake laughs you practice regularly. Um, and it's the sort of laughter that you do that is almost like the true gnomish that you speak. It is communicating to each other that shit <laughs> is about to go down. Um, because really, we're dangerous. We lied before. Um, and your uh, Lutax swings down as you shimmy your shoulders deftly into your hands um, and you strum a quick chord. Lightning dances between your fingers and flies off forward towards Adam. His eyes uh, just like reflect light uh, in complete surprise at the the terrible thunderbolt coming cracking towards him and it rips right through him um, um, and he cries out and goes to a knee um, and he as he uh, gets back up it is uh, Jaren's turn um, I rush towards him yep. and I cast thunder wave alright uh, <laughs> fuck uh, please uh, roll the damage. I don't have to roll damage. Thunder wave is the shock wave. Yeah, but it does two d. Oh, does it? Yeah, it does damage. I'm I'm behind the times. Yeah, don't worry. Um, I haven't done this in a while. As a bonus um, action, I clap and smile. As a reaction, <laughs> yeah. as your reaction, you clap and smile, just being like, "Oh, this trifling butler." <laughs> two d. This is the show damage. I wanted. And you, yeah, you may use your reaction to to speak. Yeah. Make a quip. <laughs> So, nine damage, but yeah. does it also throw him ten feet back? Oh, he has to pass this up. Okay. Uh, 17, you said? 17. God. Um, I'm great. Oh, he does make it. Oh, um, shit. Okay. So, um, he... Uh, you, you sprint forward, and how much, how much was the damage, sorry? Nine. Nine? Okay. Uh... Um, you you sprint forward, um, playing your playing quick and yeah. fast <laughs> melody on your uh, lutax and skid right in front of him, where you uh, are about to strum right in his face and blast him backwards into the river. Um, before his tiefling eyes look up at you, um, oh, fuck. Uh, and he grabs your shoulder and spins you slightly. Um, you still let off a like a blast. Yep. that rattles out that seems to hit his shoulder and spin him towards you but now he's standing next to you and he has pulled out his rapier shit um, well I'm gonna give bardic inspiration to my good friend uh, Edvard what are you gonna say I'm gonna say fuck him up doom style <laughs> give it to me baby <laughs> uh, Edvard uh, 
although you love the sophistication of uh, a lovely dinner, this is the shit. Uh, it is your turn. This is where the party's at. All right. Here we go. How far away am I from... Um, you're about, I would say, 20, 25 feet. No worries, then. I just glide up to him, almost floating on air. What are you... What are, you are you still wearing your heels? Four-inch heels? Yep. Okay. Please, <laughs> I never took them off. Yeah, okay. But they make you your ass look great, heels. by the way. Yeah. They're, like, they're like platforms. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm wearing solid platforms. <laughs> so but they're like stilts. They're like... Yeah, but they're just strapped to my feet. They're not like... Here's the thing. You, you are so used to having... Ex- they're, they're like extensions to your body. Yeah. Um, you're, and the you're, monk skills means that yeah. it is just amazing. Your well-trained physique means that you glide on the very tips of them. Um, just like... like the, It might be the whole platform, but you just... You just you just dance on the tips of the points. The ve- the very edge of my epidermis yes. is merely touching the clogs Okay, as they are carried along with my uh, key. So you <laughs> wheel towards him. Do you, do you take out a weapon? Yeah, I, I, as I'm walking towards him, I pull out the Crimson King, my trusty scimitar. Yes. And um, you, do you do a, a flurry, a spin? I, oh, many a flurry. Yeah. I, I actually put on a short show. <laughs> Cartwheels and tumbles and, and twists. It, you use a segment from your choreographed dances that Just fit a well into battle. Don't want to spoil the ending. Yeah, go on. Um, <laughs> and I basically I, I, I slash at him. Okay. As part of the choreography. Where are you slashing? Just mainly across the abdomen. Uh, the, good old the, slash. the tiefling tit. Yeah. He's wearing he's wearing it, not not armor. It's like fine leather clothing with um, a cloth black butler's overcoat. So for now I'm just going to do the um, basic two attacks with the scimitar and then the punch. So first attack with scimitar, uh, three plus. Oh, go on looking at. Eleven. That is a miss. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second attack. A twenty-one. Uh, twenty-one. Uh, that yep. is a hit. Cool. Uh, 11 damage. 11 damage. Okay. Oh, sorry, 10, 10, 10, 10. 10, 10. Okay, as your scimitar, it comes it comes spinning round first, um, but it seems that his rapier comes up, like, sharp and quick um, to, like, block it and dash it away. Um, and then when it comes down again, you slash across the front, but it seems that he seemed to have, like, put his body in a way to set up for a riposte, uh, where his uh, scimitar... Not his scimitar, his uh, rapier comes back to point at you. Mm. DM's dice dice. box almost fell off the table. Uh, What's your AC again? Uh, 17. Holy shit, that's high. Please take... uh, 10 points of of damage. Ooh, 10 for 10. As the... uh, it seems that you slashed into him, but equally his you had to move into his rapier that he positioned right underneath. Ready uh, to go. Yeah, so that it, it's it a chess player pointed at you. Yeah, thought ahead. Do, is that the end of my turn? Uh, no. Great. Um, <laughs> you have a bonus action, I believe. I do have a bonus action. Uh, I'm going to use my bare fist <laughs> uh, to yep. get back at that yep. untimely stabbing. Damn, it's an 11. 11? <laughs> uh, your fist reaches out at him and he dances to the side. You can't use um, I. Well. He's no. used his reaction. Uh, it wouldn't. It wouldn't okay. uh, 
in as his, his inspiration yeah. no um in like panted breaths between the attack um he, he just says uh insolent gnomes i am a dancing master um <laughs> I, I openly laugh well uh, he flourishes <laughs> his blade um he uh oh fuck um he uh what does he do? Oh, God. He's not in a great position. The anticipation. <laughs> you can see that even, even as he cried out there, there's a bit of um, panic on his face as he seems to have underestimated you quite a bit. Can we see blood? Yes, definitely. There's, there's like, the, the, front, the front of his chest is, like, slashed open with your scimitar. You've le- yet to, you've yet to light a flame. Um, he has, like, a, his... His overcoat is charred and smoking uh, from when he was hit with the lightning bolt. Um, he uh, is, in this moment, is going to... Um, he should know what he's going to do. He should know what he's going to do. But this is like, in, in, in seconds, it's like running away from him. Uh, you know what? He is going to... Um, Attack uh, Jaren um, with his rapier. So first, that is a miss. So his Thank rapier fuck. flashes towards you, um, and you manage to like just manage to lift up your uh, loot axe just in time, so that it like buries into the wood, um, and the rapier like bends slightly as it comes out. There's like a f- fair bit of force with that. Um, and you look down briefly at your Lutax and you see there is like a small pinprick of a hole where oh, it was shit. and it was the, the rapier was aimed like right at where your heart was. Um, it comes back and in a second it just flashes back down at you. I'm going to cutting words him. Alright. And I'm going to call him a... Um, I'm going to call him a stone-faced looking stoner. <laughs> a stone-faced looking stoner. Yes, much like the uh, stoners is... that I'm used to in the uh, you should um, know. gnome dens on Joy. Okay. You should know, he, he's not stone-faced. He's not one of the golems. Oh, he's not a golem. No, he is he's a tiefling. He's a tiefling. Oh. Mm. He's, he's got, he's got uh, to remind you what it says, he That's had right. perfectly kept hair, but he's got hairs out of place now. Yes. Um, he is like a, a light purple... If I remember correctly, if I'd have mm. remembered, I would have said something demonic about his. It's the it's the heat of battle, yep. and your cutting words is at the le- at least confusing. Rims on your mind. That's fine. Uh, uh, what did I you had, roll? I had the intent there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I need. I do need to roll. Yeah. Um, I rolled a seven. Okay. It seems that like this just misses. Okay. It yes. like the um yes. the again <laughs> rapier flashes towards you, and it seems like. In your mocking of him, your head tilted slightly just to like call out cockily at him, oh. <laughs> and the rapier point just goes through your collar, um, like not your collarbone, like the clothing, your collar, and just and just puts a. a Good quick thing I was wearing there. that leather bow tie. Well, you could put a nice button on the other side and actually do a button up now. Um, I might. Guys, please, please limit your talking. <laughs> this is all this is telepathic. Psychic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, this is, you both we think know. the same thing at the we same time. We shoot each other a glance and have a little yeah, yeah. chuckle. A whole conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> In that glance. I'm going to... Okay, he... It seems that a quick determination, like, glints in his eye. 
and he attacks again. Oh my god. Uh, Found a so match. Many that is definitely a hit. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, eight points of damage as the rapier flashes towards Can you. Can I and bonus action some pocket sand at him? You don't have any pocket sand. Damn. You don't have any pockets. I don't have pockets. <laughs> I have a black skivvy. <laughs> You're in a black unitard, basically. Um, he, he, as, you, as you laugh and look at Edvard, you feel a hot pain in your shoulder as the rapier just pierces through. Um, like a knife through butter, just poking a hole in you. Great. Um, it flashes down again. Jesus. Again? Yeah. Um, and... I right, cutting words. The... You cutting words? Yeah. All right. Roll. I just got in. Thank fuck. Um. No, you've used your reaction already. Oh, that's right. Oh, the one reaction. Um, react that is twice. 10 points of damage. Okay. Uh, as this time okay. it flashes into, into like your upper thigh, just down at you. And he dances backwards, uh, or takes a few steps backwards. What what kind of dance? Uh, it's it's very skilled and rehearsed. Ballroom, contemporary jazz. Work. Yeah, it's almost Irish like jig. ballroom. Ballroom, like, like okay. one foot in front of Irish the other. Irish jig. Very elegant movements. Oh, wow. Um, it seems that he is like slightly more clumsy. A la fencing. A la fencing. Yeah. Um, it, it's very it's very trained and rehearsed. Um, but he is panting as it is now uh, Jaren's turn. Oh, yes! Yes! Okay! Do I notice any metal on him? Uh, the metal of his rapier. It seems to be made of, like, gold. Um, the handle. I'm going to cast heat metal on that. Alright. Brutal. So that just happens, right? Um, yeah, it just happened, but I also roll so 2d8 fire damage. Yeah, as it heats up. Yes. Um, which I shall do now. Could you, could you remind me of that spell? Do... I know he, he has a chance to like drop that weapon. If he's holding it, he does instantly okay. drop it. It's only if he... Does he make a save to, to, if he doesn't want to drop it? If he doesn't want to drop it, then yes, he has to make a um, save. Um, but if he drops it as it's heating up, wouldn't he not take the damage then? He still does take damage. It's just really? that if you're wearing armor yeah. and you can't drop what you're holding, yeah. the next turn oh, he you takes another 2d8 fire damage. Cool. Alright, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm Wait. going to roll... The fire damage. Yeah. Eight. Eight? Alright. You um, take a step back, strumming a few few more chords in your loot axe, yeah. and muttering a few chants under your breath. Um, your eyes focus in on the handle of his uh, rapier, and the gold heats up to a red and then a white, um, and he cries out. Um, ah! uh, and um, he takes half damage. Um, but grips it tight. Um, oh, that's right, because he's a tiefling and he's got oh, fire yeah. resistance. I probably shouldn't have told you. But I'm aware because I'm a bard of law and uh, I know tieflings. And he tells me psychically, so I know not to use my Crimson King fire ability. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a meta thought, isn't it? <laughs> um, Quite meta. So... There's a uh, like a moment when like your dark vision sort of has to adjust for a second as like the the heat of the metal like lights up the room. Um, he is what is it? A constitution save to hold it. Yes. Um, he makes uh, and he just like grips it tighter. Um, his eyes seem to be like glowing with a hatred for you. Uh, it, it, I'm is, going is to give Bardikin's. Oh, I can't. I've already, already got, got it. it. Yeah, yep. can't do it again. Use it. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, it is Edvard's turn. Great. Um, I'm going to attack uh, again 
doing a little dance on my way, maybe a little shuffle, two yep. step. You're like right up near him. Yeah, cool. So I slashed his knees. I'm right. gonna cripple him. Uh, that's 22. You may roll with advantage because he's technically flanked. Oh, sure. 22. 22, yeah. Um, so that's seven damage. Seven, yeah. Yep, second attack. Um, ooh, uh, 14. Uh, that is not a hit. I'll use Bardic Inspiration. Um, that is 13 plus 8, 22, it's a hit. Uh, you're not allowed to use Bardic Inspiration if you ask me. You, you've got to say you use it before he tells you whether it's a hit or not. Yeah, you just got to look at it and be like... Ah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever used it before. It's an obscure it's an obscure rule. Thanks uh, for not using my great it's ability. Like, it's just so... I'm going to be giving it first. <laughs> it's just so... All right. Easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> um, this meta argument. Yeah. It's, it's always... Stinking character. Uh, so it's always like um, one of those things, whenever there's like a... You can add to a roll, you've always got to call it before the roll is determined to be a success or a fail. Okay. Um, just so that it's not too overpowered. Oh, fair enough. So yeah, it's yeah. not a like, oh, second chance roll. Yeah, It's yeah. like a boost roll. All right, so do you want me to so that not use the Bardic Inspiration and just miss? You or really do you want me to can't. waste both? Uh, just miss. Just miss, yeah, beautiful. Um, I'll use my key points to get the um, second the bonus uh, action. attack. Yep. Um, so my first fisting. Um, on strike. All that. Yep. Um, <laughs> 13. 13. Uh, that is not a hit. And the... Wait. So I can't use Bardic Inspiration now. No, because he's already said it's not a hit. Yeah, I have to say you have before to look the at whole a roll. roll. You have yeah. to look yeah. at a roll. So it's a, like, uh, it's a throw to the wind. Yeah. Yes. Which Fair is enough. why you should you should just roll it. Yeah. If you, if you think a roll doesn't look very good. All right, I'll roll. I'll use it for this one then. I'm going to use Bardic Inspiration for my last one. Um... 20... Oh, sorry. 20. Yeah, 20. That is a hit. Yeah, beautiful. Hey. Um, okay, I'll roll damage. Uh, that's 10. And I'm also going to spend a key point uh, to use a stunning strike. Uh, he is going to use his reaction to oh, cost you again. <laughs> as you, as you like, whir around him, slashing at his legs left and right, um... He like manages to block a couple. Uh, your fists come flying at you, uh, flying at him, and he like sidesteps and carries with his uh, rapier and points it in such a way that you could never quite land um, a hit strong enough without him uh, reposting you back. Um, uh, and he eventually tries to lunge um, for the replying strike, uh, but you just slap the blade in the air out of the way, and now you may go for your stun. Well, the Sonic Strike basically just happened upon a successful... Didn't you spend... Oh, on a successful... Yeah, a melee hit. So I that my final um, uh, free hand attack, yep. I landed 10 damage. Yeah, yeah. And I used a key point to make a Sonic Strike. Okay, so yeah. so you just spend it and it happens? Uh, yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, cool. so basically uh, when it lands, you spend one key point of stun. You have to pass a con saving throw. Okay. Um, if, if you fail, um, you're stunned to the end of your next turn. Uh, my next turn. What's your... Uh, what's your... Um, Constitution? Uh, no, the, the check I have to pass. Uh, your uh, key save, as I remember off the top of my head, is 8 plus your proficiency modifier plus uh, your wisdom modifier. So that would make it now 13. Yes, that's right. That's correct. Uh, which Good math. he does not pass. Okay, so the final strike, um, you, you curl your fists 
Um, you curl your fists. I both curl of them my fists into balls. <laughs> okay, isn't that what a fist is? <laughs> look, look. All right, you curl them round. <laughs> curl my fingers into fists. All right, you curl your fingers into fists and place them squarely into his chest, oh. knocking the wind out of him. Oh, great! And then you you uh, immediately uncurl your fingers from your fists and hit the pressure points uh, all over his torso, locking his muscles into place, um, and you've stunned him. Uh, he misses his next turn. Um, he's just poised there. His eyes oh, this is just flicking unfair. between you. Uh, Jaren, <laughs> it is your turn. How close is he to the edge of the um, running river? I want to loot About him. About ten feet. I loot him. Yeah. Guys, meta. Oh, come on. Play the game. <laughs> um, Sorry. It's all right. Well, <laughs> if he's still holding his sword, yeah. does he take more fire damage? On your it's turn, still yes. Hot. So yeah, you, if you can, you can maintain that. Okay. Concentration. Great. Um, Only if he gets damaged. While, while he's stuck like that, I'm just gonna slash at him with my loot axe. Yeah, right. Yeah, you may slash with advantage. With advantage, great. Numbers are fun. Just so you know, he automatically he's he's technically paralyzed. Okay. So fifteen. Uh, fifteen. Yeah. Uh, that is not a hit. Shit. Um, wait, wait, hold on. Walk us through this. Uh, no, your Lutax comes swinging down at him, um, but in the darkness and like the adjust- adjustments that your eyes have had to make between dark vision and regular sight um, have meant that you like slash down at him, um, but it just like cuts along his leathers and it just doesn't quite, your loot axe doesn't quite land at the right angle. A loot axe isn't the most delicate of weapon for swinging. It, it's more of a, a quick heft. I'm um, a weak fucker. And it just, although it, it seems to cut at his um, his leathers, but it doesn't get through. I have a second flesh. attack. Yep. I'm going to go for it again with the loot axe. <laughs> you have advantage. Still advantage? Yeah. Didn't help. It's a miss again. What is it? Uh, it would have been a <laughs> fourteen. Fourteen. The like the. It seems that uh, Hadlam was expert in the strikes that he made on you, um, and you can like barely lift your arms. Like he seems to have like poked you right in like critical muscle mass where mm. you would be swinging right um, with your lutex and yeah. your your feeble swipe at him. Um, it, it it barely barely manages to. Hit. Uh, Edvard, it does is he your still turn. take fire damage? He does. He does. You yeah. So it. I've got a um, <laughs> melting his fingers. Thanks, but um, he takes eight. Oh, well, I rolled eight, so yeah. he take four fire damage, and I give bardic inspiration. What do you say to yes. Edvard, saying, um, "You're better than me. I'm injured. Can you sing it in any way? <laughs> You're better than me. I'm injured." <laughs> Does Edvard take out his pipe? Just to briefly sing that inspiration. Like, like I hear those words coming. I know what's going to happen. So I just flip it out briefly. Just to add a little flourish. Knowing that our enemy Where is Where did you paralyzed. keep it? In your turtleneck? I'll never tell you. <laughs> As DM, I demand to know. In my turtleneck. There we go. <laughs> um, you, you didn't even take it out with your hands. You just <laughs> leant down with <laughs> the side of your mouth. And just blew into a pipe that's concealed there. Much like Pocket Cup for any Mighty Boosh lovers. Anyway, my turn. <laughs> oh, the pop culture references I wish weren't here. Um, so, <laughs> We're playing yes, it is Edvard's turn. The small gnome in a turtleneck. 
All right, um, I'm going to activate my Crimson King, setting it ablaze. Yeah. It so, lights up the darkness. Um, um, and the scimitar, as you um, whisper the command to it. Um, do you remember? Yeah, of course. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. Be free, my king, be free. He, he sings under his breath, and <laughs> like that, the embers swell with each note. And it's a pulsing? Just, yeah, it pulses until, until at the end of the words, just <laughs> lights up with fire. Um, my silks, like, respond to the flames. You're not wearing silks. Ah, oh, damn! My, wearing my turtleneck. turtleneck responds to the flames. <laughs> you regret your, your By sitting change. still. <laughs> um, um, I, I, I attack... Uh, at the legs and uh, limbs of Hadlam. Yep. Um, also, be using my uh, extra flurry of blows, my extra attack. You may turn. have advantage. Okay. Remember when to use the bardic inspiration as well. Um, if you need to. Uh, 27. 27 is a hit. Cool. Uh, seven points of damage. Seven points of damage, yep. Um, I'll use bardic inspiration yep. for this second attack. Um, seven. Yeah, 17. Yeah. That's a hit. Yep. Um, uh, eight points of damage. Okay. Um, did you add the fire damage the first time? No. Uh, another four points of damage. Okay. Uh, as the as the blade just like arcs round through the air as you spin, um, you slice first down through his torso where you slice before cleaving into him and you, you just see him just <laughs> cough blood. Um, oh, lovely. <laughs> And the, you can hear, you can smell the, the searing flesh. And as you arc back again, how would you like to uh, do this? Yes. Um, as I arc back, I'm, I try a new move that I haven't yeah. done before. Uh, now, <laughs> you're capable of doing this. Edvard doesn't know that this is what he looks like. Yes. But he's currently looking like a Beyblade. Okay. He's just on the on the spot, spinning, 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 gaining that momentum, becoming just a blur of monk no, flesh, and then he's moving. Cooler. It flames. He's flames. cooler. He's a fidget spinner. Don't utter those words. <laughs> and he just sort of floats towards Hadlam in this flurry of blades. And you just the blade just like just um, eviscerates eviscerates his his center. Um, and as you stop spinning and just your feet just skid and the blade. Um, loses flame and just like smoke rises off of it smoke is like drifting around you in a circle uh Hadlam just drops to his knees um there's the clink clink as his uh rapier drops to the ground and he um drops to the ground life his life's blood just like spilling out onto the ground that was a Jin's wish chapter four if you enjoyed it, please take the time to rate and subscribe us on iTunes. It really helps out the show. Uh, we're going to have the next chapter come out next week around Sunday. Uh, we've also got a Facebook and an Instagram if you want to go ahead and, and like that. There's some fun pictures or little updates. Um, the best place to find updates is probably fateandfables.com uh, where you can even send us a message if you wanted. Uh, thank you so much for listening this far. It's been so much fun making this uh, and organizing it and you know, the next fables lined up are really exciting. Uh, my name's Matthew Jackson. This is Fate and Fables. I've run out of things to say. So I'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>